I'm Mark Ashby, reading from USA Today Travel section, Five Myths About Travel Photography, by Everett Potter. Taking photos on vacation can be incredibly rewarding, but also enormously frustrating. Why don't your images measure up to the vibrant photos you see on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook? Ask the experts. Here are two top photographers weighing in on five myths about travel photography. 1. My smartphone takes great pictures, so I don't really need another camera. Is your smartphone really good enough to take the kind of pictures you want? It depends on the photographs you take and how you share or display them, states Deborah Lowe Boren, a travel and fine arts photographer. Is your subject static, relatively close and well-lit like the Eiffel Tower? Do you want to post them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter? Then your smartphone is the camera you need. On the other hand, there are those moments when your phone camera just won't get the job done. If you shoot in low light, capture action, or zoom on a faraway mountaintop and create a 24 by 36 inch print to hang over your couch, you not only need a camera for more versatility and control, but will want one too, says Boren. Rob Holmes is a filmmaker, founder of GLP Films, and an award-winning travel photographer. He essentially agrees with Boren, adding that your smartphone will do the job of 80% of your daily life photos. But consider those memorable moments where a two-inch thumbnail doesn't do it, or your photos make everyone cringe. Think of enlarging photographs for family or friends. Think of slideshows at your children's wedding. Think of large frames of your most memorable images in your house or office. Think of photographing an elephant up close while on safari in Tanzania. 2. Automatic camera settings and editing apps make taking good pictures easy. Boren begs to differ. Clicking a shutter is easy, but making good pictures is hard, she says. Holmes' advice is simple. Practice, practice, practice. With the big old cameras, you often gave credit to the camera for the amazing photo based on the auto settings. They made up for our mistakes or inexperience. With smartphones, that is also the case when you are shooting outside and in good light. However, smartphones do not always produce a better shot since they have less technology and features built into them. There is a reason big cameras are big. While the settings on your smartphone or other photo editing apps can enhance the colors, at the end of the day, editing apps can't make up for poor composition, which is the foundation of a great photograph, notes Boren. Relying on them to make your pictures better before you even take them is simply a bad habit. What constitutes a good photograph is also very relative. Holmes says that what you think is a great photo might not be by your Facebook followers. Social media, hello Instagram, is oversaturated with photos, so the bar has risen on what is a good photo and likable. So don't assume your photos will be great. It takes work. 3. It's futile to shoot in bad light. If you keep your phone in your pocket or camera in your backpack on a gloomy day, you may want to reconsider it. You've planned and saved for a year, then flown halfway around the world, says Boren. You get to the Tiger's Nest Monastery in Bhutan. You have one hour there and the light is bad. So what do you do? You take photographs, of course. Embrace bad light, from gray flat light to middle-of-the-day harsh shadows. It's an opportunity for creativity. Try a different angle or perspective, adds Holmes. Use the flash, and my favorite when editing the photo is to use a black-and-white filter to create a totally different vibe. Embrace bad light. It's not always a bad thing. 
the new Apple iPhone 7 does excel in bad light. So have fun. See how you can be creative with all light, good or bad. 4. Good cameras are expensive and too complicated to figure out. Expensive and complicated are relative terms and more of an excuse to not buy a good camera, Boren says. Cameras come at all price points and offer a program mode that makes them like a smartphone on steroids, she says. You can't go wrong with most cameras today, so forget the technical specs and focus on getting one that feels comfortable in your hand, boasts your choice of LCD, viewfinder, or both, and is light enough to carry with you from Berlin to Bogota to Beijing. If you keep leaving it behind when you roam the souks of Marrakesh, it's not a good camera regardless of cost and complexity. The Apple iPhone is the most used camera in the world, so good cameras have adjusted to compete, Holmes says. There are endless numbers of cameras from Canon to Nikon.